Welcome to the Lug Nuts Podcast. It's what the Bible says. Afternoon and welcome to What the Bible Says. Today I'm joined by Aiden. Good morning. A special guest. I just want to put that out there. He's taking the place of Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, we miss you. He is out on vacation? <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> we don't know what Kenny's yeah. doing. <laughs> He's what's, slacking off. There you go. Kenny and then I got Joe here. Hello. And Steve. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. It's good to be with everybody this afternoon. All right. So here's the uh, opening statement for the guys around the table. Each one of you gets to answer this question. All right. Do you like, are you comfortable with when things change? Mm. When things change. And I realize that it depends upon the circumstance, whatever. But generally speaking, um, do you like change? I'll go first. Okay. Generally speaking, no. <laughs> I am not a fan of change. Okay. All right. And we'll, we'll go around and we'll expound on that. So just each one of you guys just kind of give me your, your two cents worth. Aiden, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to be – I, I got to be with Nick on this one. As an overall, it, yeah, I'm going to say no. For most things on that one <laughs> so we're two no's and josiah what are you thinking i would say it's situational sure because if i'm either in control of the change mm. or i want the change to happen then i like it yeah that makes a big difference but mm -hmm. the majority of the time i don't right so majority of the time i think generally people would say that they are not open to to change even though the change might be good right you know, we're not saying all change is bad. And so that kind of opens up now the, the next question of, well, what is the reason <clears throat> that either you personally, um, and I know it's not all the time, you know, it's not a definitive, no, but generally speaking would say, eh, I'm not so cranked about change. And we'll go around the same question for everybody around the room. I would say for a, some of the time, at least for me, it involves having to either learn something new or change what I'm doing. And I think I'm going to speak for myself, but I think this is probably something that goes around the table as well. Um, it's just you get into a comfortable like, hey, this is what I do every day. This is the normal. And then you kind of get out of that loop and it seems like your whole world's crashing for some reason. Mm -hmm. Good. Hey, how about you? Yeah, for me, it's mostly it, it boils down to a comfort thing. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I didn't like when I've changed jobs before. It was a weird <laughs> thing to just, my whole work schedule, where I'm showing up to, and that changes. If it's something small, especially if it's a change that I chose to make that change for something smaller, it's a bit more exciting. Sure. But larger changes, even if it is my choice, like changing job, is more like, oh, no, that's... Mm -hmm. Sure. Larger effect on that. Sure. Just say, how about you? What are you thinking? You've kind of expounded on it a little bit already. Yeah, I would say it's uncomfortable most of the time. <clears throat> There's a lot of unknowns, typically, when it comes to change. Mm. Or, you know, you're just not used to doing something or dealing with the situation or whatever. And so mm -hmm. it can make it difficult. Sure. Sometimes. Sure. I agree. Yeah, I think, you know, we have talked about before on the podcast, two idols, and, and hopefully our listeners understand we're talking about idols, we're not talking about little statues that are sitting over in the corner with eight arms or or, or whatever. You know, we're <laughs> Golden calf. Yeah, those types of things. 
You know, when we talk about an idol, we're talking about something that we worship because we're all worshipers. And two main idols that creep up time and time again are the idol of control and comfort. And I think that's what we're talking about here um, as far as change is concerned is I no longer have the way to control the outcome or it's controlling me or, man, it's really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's really uncomfortable. So I've been binge-watching The Chosen oh. lately. And uh, season two, um, episode seven is where I want to go today. So if you've not seen The Chosen yet, this is a spoiler alert. Mute it for about two minutes. So I'm going to, because I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit about what happened there. And uh, so all the guys here got there. <laughs> I feel terrible for this, but yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I've seen like one or two episodes of it. I've never seen the oh, full thing all, all the way well. through. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. All right. Well, here's the deal. It's kind of hard for you guys to <laughs> mute yourself right now. So episode seven in scene two, as you guys can imagine, is that Jesus initially, he's gathering his disciples. And now in the second season, they're starting to you know, perform more miracles, getting a little bit more pushback. And in this episode, uh, the Romans now are starting to really start to feel threatened. And they really don't know what to do with Jesus so they just want to question him. And so in this episode, um, the Roman garrison shows up and they handcuff Jesus and they're going to take him away for questioning. This isn't like the trial where they're going to crucify him or they're just going to take him away. And he looks at his disciples and says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Keep doing what you're doing. Up until that point in time, they had been with him 24-7, basically. They'd seen him heal, seen him you know, do all these miracles. And now, all of a sudden, this is where I'm going with this, there is a huge change. <laughs> a big change happens. And so now, it progresses, and Jesus goes before the praetor, who's the guy who's the head bad guy, the villain, and the chosen, and, and they have this. But the point is, the main point of that... Um, the rest of that episode is how the disciples respond. Because Jesus just told them, listen, keep doing what you're doing. Don't be afraid. I'm coming back. Well, that's not what happens. They end up, they become full of fear and worry. You know, they're fussing with each other. Some of them are saying, let's go get him. We need to break him out. Other people say, no, we need to stay. And, and there's just a lot of just uneasiness as far as the disciples are concerned. And really, they get off track. They really get off, they really get off message as far as what he has taught them, um, taught them to do. And so later on in the episode, he comes back, and he somewhat kind of admonishes them a little bit. He says, what happened to you guys? You know, I told you, don't be afraid. I told you, I'm coming back. And they kind of went off the rails on him because what happened? Change. It all changed. And so that's where I want us to think about as we go forward in life right now. Is there something going on either in this room, people who are listening, whatever. Say there's some change happening in my life. It's hard. Um, You know, it could be occupational. It could be relational. It could be my health. It could be, you know, financial. It could be, you know, work-related, whatever that that might be. You know, and how am I responding to that 
that that change. Okay, so let's go take a look at Joshua because this is to me is is a good place that we can take a look at. Uh, in Joshua chapter one, and uh, God, Kenny's not here to read. Oh no, that's we just love listening to Kenny read. Oh, we, we do such a such a joy. <laughs> Aiden doesn't know that yet. Oh, He'll, so Aiden, you're sitting in the reading chair. So oh, no. so uh, I want you to go ahead and read uh, Joshua chapter one. Verses one and two. When you get there, and then just stop. We'll make a couple comments about that, and then we're going to kind of go on. You guys see where we're going with this? Verses one and two. Yeah, Joshua one verses one and two. Okay. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses's assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and all the people prepare to cross over the Jordan to the land I am giving the Israelites. Okay. Nick and I had a chance to just to chat. And we've talked about this, this passage. Mm. And I always think this passage is interesting because it talks about the fact that in verse 2, the Lord says to Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Here's the question. Did Joshua not know that Moses was dead? You guys ever think about that? <laughs> what, I mean, stop thinking about that. <laughs> just say, what do you think about that? It says, after the death of Moses. I mean, we just had Deuteronomy. They just talked about the fact, who's dead? Moses. Moses <laughs> is dead. And it was Joshua just like, he's like, anybody see Moses? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You know, anybody? <laughs> yeah, whatever, you know. And I don't know if that strikes anybody else, you know. So you have to say, and this is what, in this class I'm going to teach in about a month on how to study the Bible, I'm always asking questions. And so here's my question to you guys. I want you guys to interact with this. It says, Moses, my servant, is dead. That was already known, okay? Why did God have this in there for Joshua to hear? What was going on? Let's kind of think about the context of change, what we're talking about here as far as change is concerned. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to play? Go. I'm going to say he, he does it as a way to kind of show, like, the shift in power for Joshua, for, well, from Moses to Joshua, that is, mm -hmm. to kind of say, like, listen, Joshua, he's gone. This is this is you now. You have to lead the people. This is what you've been brought up to do. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's almost like a like a clarification moment to say he's dead. He's gone. Now we're gonna move on. Okay, good. Aiden, anything else you wanna add to that? I yeah, I would say I agree. Kind of for a might be for God trying to help Joshua the processing thing. I've heard of. You might know, like, a family member has passed away, but sometimes not until somebody blank is dead. That, right. That the, your your brain finally can put that piece <laughs> in there. Of, you are aware of that fact, but until somebody has just stated that fact, you might not be able to fully hmm. process it. Yeah, yeah, good. So it might be God saying to Joshua, he's dead. Like, he is dead, dead. You, <laughs> this is on you now. Like, he ain't coming back this time. <laughs> So it's kind of a reality type of, of check. In case you were just wondering if I had him over in the corner and <laughs> surprise, I'm really not dead. Joshua's so. sitting over there just, yeah, don't worry, God will bring him back. God's, no, he dead. Like, <laughs> he dead. He really dead. <laughs> Josiah, anything else that you're thinking uh, as far as that? Something is really, really important. It will be 
said twice in a row. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. Same thing over and again. It was important. You need to remember that. And I think that kind of goes along with what they were saying. Yeah. About God being real over Joshua's head, like Moses is gone. It's up to you now. Those are three well thought. I'm about ready to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get emotional here. The lug nuts had three well-thought-out answers that all didn't cross over on top of each other. Because a lot of times, you know, Nick leads the way, and, he, and then everybody else just kind of nods their head and goes, yeah, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, that, was, that, was really, that was really good. All right, so, Aiden, let's keep on reading. Um, verses 3 through 5, please. Yep. I have given you every place where... Yeah, I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads. <laughs> Sounds like Kenny Reed. <laughs> just as I promised Moses. Your territory will be from the wilderness in Lebanon to the great river, the Euphrates River and all the lands of the Hittites, and west to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you just as, as I was with you with Moses. I will not leave you or abandon you. All right, so I'm going to go to my left this time. Just I always go to my right, and Nick always gets all the good answers. All right? So <laughs> what are some of the promises that, that the Lord now gives Joshua? Because he just got done saying, Moses, dead. Hey, it was a great gig. It really was. But you know what? The whole Red Sea thing, awesome. Moving on, though. Okay, so what are some of the promises now? And we'll go around the room, Aiden, to you, and, and Nick, if there's anything left, you can kind of clean up anything. All right, so. all right. All right. Good. Okay. Aiden, how about you? Anything else that you see? I guess when I read it, I kind of see where when it comes to, he points out the fact that he is giving this to Joshua and the Israelites just as he did Moses. Mm -hmm. He is saying that to me, I read that and say he promised this to Moses, but now that Moses is dead, his promise is not nullified. Mm -hmm. It is still the the Israelites will reach the promised land. Good. Good. Very good. Nick, how about you? Clean it up for Clean us. Clean it up right here. He will not leave them or abandon yeah. them. Yeah. He's going to be with them. Yeah. All good answers. Again, all really good answers. Now, does anywhere does he promise them it's going to be easy? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so no, now no. let's read verses 6 um, down through 9. Aiden, you want to go ahead and do that? Because I want you guys to see now. We're going to interact now with what the Lord is saying to him, given the fact of now he's promised them that they're going to win. Right? You would think that'd be enough. Hey, all right. But he's going to, there's a one more final piece here. All right. Six so, through nine? Yep, six through nine, please. Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their ancestors to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from, from it to the right or left so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate it, meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Okay, so what are some concepts there that he talks about? What are some words that stand out as he's, as he's now encouraging them because to me verses six through nine are huge verses of encouragement as far as um as far as the lord's command to joshua i'll just anybody play here whatever direction you want to go here 
I'm going to say he brings up, he says, he mentions courage just multiple times. Oh, yeah. It's all through there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's courage? The, Let's mm-hmm. define courage. What do you think? When you think of courage, what is courage? Because many times people think courage is the absence of fear. And I, don't, I don't think that's what courage is. What do you think? I think courage is having the ability to do what you think is right in the situation. Right. Pressing on, even though it might be something that goes against the grain, mm-hmm. may not even be a fearful situation. Sometimes it is. That's like, ah, this is pretty fearful, but I go ahead and I press on anyway. So good. What else, Aiden? What else? What other words do you see there? Or concepts do you see in verses six through nine that he's trying to encourage them? I see a very a very well point out that he <laughs> to observe carefully, as he says, and. Keep your eyes on the instruction he had already given to the Israelites right. to say, you have been told what to do here, in which direction to go, and do not stray mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. Good. All right, Josiah, anything else you see? Oh, they took all the good answers, I know. Okay, obedience, courageous, uh, don't depart from the law. Uh, I think there was one other tail end of verse Eight. Then you will what? What's the, what's that? Meditate on it. Yeah, meditate on that. You're right. Okay, keep on going though. Then you will. The very last sentence of verse eight. You will what? Be prosperous and successful. Okay. Now, let's think about that word. What does prosper or success mean? What's what's he promising them here? What do you guys think? It's promising them that they will come out of what they're going to go through. Okay. So does prosper and success always mean healthy, wealthy, wise, and you get all you want? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> no. Okay. Prosper and success, as far as the kingdom of God is concerned, many times has nothing to do with earthly treasures. It has to do with spiritual, with riches, and as far as the kingdom is concerned. Verse 9 is, I'm working at, as we talked about last week, as far as spiritual different uh, disciplines. That's my verse for the month of January that I'm memorizing right now. Hmm. Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so let's just kind of wrap this little chat up for today. The topic is change. When life gets hard, when life changes, usually it's out of my control many times. It's not comfortable at all, Jesus looked at his disciples and said, listen, I'm not going to be with you all the time. But don't let that deter you. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't be afraid. Moses is dead. (laughs) He's dead, dead. Joshua, it's going to be hard. It's going to be terrifying at times. I will be with you. Don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid great lesson for each one of us Mm -hmm. and our listeners right now whatever hard thing you're going through right now whatever change is got to bring in your way you know i'm not saying it's going to be easier you just lean into it you know but what i am saying is that god's put you there for a particular reason and whatever that reason might be let's just grab on to verse nine do not be terrified do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go so hey that's it for the podcast for today Signing off, as we always do, don't forget, Jesus loves you and so do we. So do we. <laughs> so do we. Aiden didn't know the I've never had off. to do that one before. <laughs> All right. So have a good afternoon, guys.
Hey everyone, it's Joe from the Lugnuts Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did and you want to hear more, you can find all of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Check out our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. There you'll find all of our podcasts and more exciting information on us and the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Lugnuts Podcast. Hope you have a great day, and remember, Jesus loves you. Thank you.